Hi, Rachel. Hey, Nancy. So I'm super excited today uh, to welcome uh, my niece, Janessa. And Hi, Janessa. Hi. She is one of my heroes. Uh, and and I've seen her take so many second steps in the last little while that um, as I was talking to her the other day, I thought, oh my goodness, she would be the perfect guest for our podcast. And so she was willing to come. So thank you, Janessa. Thank you for having me. Um, so, so Janessa is a life coach and um, just a little bit of background um, on on that and then I would love just to have you tell your story Janesta um but from my perspective as I've watched you um it was a it was a good five years maybe even eight years ago that that you first said to me when I said I I don't know what we were talking about something about dreaming and you know what do you want to do and you said I would love to be a life coach I would love to help people accomplish their dreams and get out of being stuck and and all of the things that we believe so strongly in at second steps and and so uh now you're actually doing it and so if you want to share your journey a little bit that would be fantastic yeah so yeah it has been probably 10 years that i've wanted to do this and that i've known not just like something that i think would be fun, but like, I also feel like it's my calling in a way, if that makes sense. Um, and it's just, it's, I, I think it's just been scary because, um, I'm the breadwinner in my family and to just kind of do a pivot, it just felt like really big. And I didn't really know how it would all kind of work out. And, um, it kind of all started where, um, the comp I, I was at the same working at the same company for seven years and, um, they started doing a lot of restructuring and I felt like my position would maybe be in jeopardy. And so I started like looking for a new job and I didn't know for sure. I just kind of had this feeling like I should probably just be on my toes. (laughs) And so, um, I interviewed there, I applied at tons and tons of places, but there was only one company that I I, I actually told my husband, like, this is where I want to be. I want to work for this company. And it was like my dream. I mean, except for being a life coach, like it was like my dream, like, um, corporate job, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was the only place I got an interview at and, um, I, I got the job and there were, there were over 3000 applicants and I'm the one that got it. And it, I mean, there's so many details that, I mean, it was nothing short of a miracle that, um, that put that in my lap and, I mean, every single step of the way was divine. And so it just felt like a huge blessing. And um, I would, I told everyone it was my unicorn job. It was like the perfect mix of everything I was looking for. Um, And I really loved it. And then about six months later, they laid off a third of the company and my role was completely dissolved out of nowhere. Like I was in the conversations about the layoffs. Like I knew that was happening. I was told that you know, my department was safe. And then it just kind of bam, it hit me. (laughs) And that was really, um, that was, that was a lot for me to kind of process and go through. And um, that was kind of the catalyst to me pivoting and doing this life coach thing. And I think that the, the, 
I like one of in one of your recent podcasts, you talked about to hold on to the truths that you absolutely know and to refer back to those. And I knew that I was divinely led to this company. And so I also knew that this had to be part of the plan too. And so kind of like going back to the truth that I knew that this was divine and that this is also part of the plan. Um, as I was just kind of figuring what to do, I I decided that this is the time to kind of lean into life coaching. <laughs> so um, yeah, my first step I would say was kind of taking that leap to find um, find that other job, that second job that, you know, that company I really liked. Um, that was really scary for me in itself because I'd built my whole career at this other company and I had been there for most of my adult life. And um, so I think that was my first step was to just kind of just trust in all of the miracles that were happening. Um, and then I think my second step would be to, um, you know, like, well, yeah. So the first step would be kind of just to trust and like go back to what you know. And then I think my second step is to just do it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, just jump. yeah, just yeah. It was, it was like, I mean, you know, I didn't feel a lot of the butterflies, like thinking about getting a new role in something similar that I've been doing, like the same role, different company. Um, but I felt all the butterflies thinking about, you know, life coach. And I think it's because like, I knew that it's, it's so much bigger than just like a career to me. It's like my mission and, just thinking about the lives that I could impact and, and, um, and it's just kind of doing the greatest good, you know, like there's, it's just so great. So, um, I think that like, just do what you know, you should do. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And it takes courage. It's so much courage for you. And I, I just have to say that, um, like you, I've worked with you for I worked with you for four weeks and wow the such powerful principles that you're teaching and and truly uh you you will change so many lives and and even as like so um you taught it to me and then I came and talked about it to Nancy and and so Nancy why don't you go ahead and and tell what you've done yeah, well, uh, Rachel was telling me about writing three stories or three three versions of not of what you want as if it's already happened. If that's yeah. correct, so uh, which I love that concept. I I really believe in that concept. So it was. Uh, I think I as soon as we finished. No, well, I was going to say as soon as we finished last time I was talking with you, Rachel. But actually, it took me two days to do it. Uh, but I did it <laughs> and I, and I enjoyed writing and ironically, I had, uh, a year ago, I had a friend of mine wanted to, she was working on a business idea that she had, and she got a few of us together to do vision boards. So I had already had a vision board that I was working with. And so as I was doing my stories, I went back to my vision board and that helped me figure out which ones I wanted to focus on and then kind of had an image image in front of me that I was able to write about. So and, oh and I, so I started this a year ago um, and definitely uh, some progress, some steps are being made towards towards those visions. 
Oh my gosh, that's yeah. amazing, Nancy. <laughs> Way to go. That's huge to be able to like, to, to just be more intentional with how you're using the right side of your mind and the visual aspect. And then also the language and the left side of your mind, like the, the vast majority of people don't do that. So like, I just want to applaud you. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, I don't want to, it was a friend who got us <laughs> actually the way she, what she started with was we, we made magic wands. Um, and then the idea was that what you vision, kind of what you vision, you can kind of, um, make it happen. It's not really magic, that's but cool. <laughs> right. you know, the, the concept of it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so yeah, she made, she, and she had all these lots of, um, all kinds of things, little things she had picked up not just paints um nail polish and we had actually got our wands were from we had gotten twigs from the the forest oh and decorated those with all the, it was so what it was a fun activity yeah oh my goodness my next powerful, gonna be. <laughs> powerful activities oh for reals invite me Vanessa. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so fun that's awesome such powerful activities and and congratulations and way to go on launching thank your you. your dream thank you so much i'm really excited it's been a lot of fun um and it's like i don't know i'm just i just learning that sometimes you only get one step but that's enough you know it's like you don't always have two steps at a time but you'll always get the second step as you take the first step yeah yeah. Uh, thank That's you for so saying true. that. I th it is so true cuz and all you have to do is take one step. You don't have to mm -hmm. necessarily know what the one after that is, right? You might not become aware of it until you've just got that first piece out of the way. And uh, the other thing I really liked about your story cuz it really rings true for me is sometimes oh in a way things just line up that push you towards your your dream, right? Like and sometimes it's doesn't feel like a happy thing. I don't know, right? When your dream job yeah. comes to an end, uh, I imagine it, there must have been a bit of uh, uh, upset around that. Um, so I've had similar things happen in a, in a number of ways. Actually, that's how I ended up going back to school the last time is that they were having job cutbacks. So, you know, sometimes those, uh, un what seems unfortunate can actually turn out to be um, the step you were, you know, it was, like you said, it was divinely inspired and it was leading you to your next step. I, yeah. so my husband, um, he told me a story a long time ago. Um, I don't think I've shared this on the podcast, but um, this, this man, um, he had, a, he was taking care of his family and they were barely getting by. They had a cow and they would milk the cow and have, milk to drink milk to feed the family and then enough to sell just to feed their family like that was it they they were just barely sustaining their lives and so he went to this quote unquote wise man um i don't know what made him a wise man but went to the wise man and said you need to help us we this is what we're doing we have this cow and we're barely making it and 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 he described the the schedule of you know, milking the cow, feeding the family, selling the milk, buying enough to just to supplement the milk for their meals. And um, so the wise man, he thought for a minute and then he said, bring me the cow. Sorry, I need to call the 
the cow to the wise man and the wise man pushed him off a cliff <laughs> the cow pushed the cow off the cliff yep he says now what are you gonna do <laughs> so sometimes you have to hit the rock bottom before you can move forward and figure out what that second step is yeah yeah it's uh, unfortunate it feels like it feels like hard that when those things happen that's for sure uh but you you find your footing and you get back up and you get going yeah i love that story yeah uh do you know janessa i just thinking it would be lovely to uh if you feel up to it to share uh one more step with us before yeah. we finish up um so Rachel did my program so she knows like you know you talked about the story and writing your three stories um another thing that Rachel will know I'm a big fan of is having like a morning and an evening routine that you kind of decide what it's going to be and then you maintain it for a week and um I have seen a lot of great things come from that but one thing uh yesterday I was working with somebody who had been doing this it was their first week kind of applying this and they um they're um in kind of a funk in the morning and you know work had been really hard that week and so they um they said usually like when I get in this funk and they were just irritated um they're like usually it would last the whole day and it would impact the entire day and I wouldn't treat people very good <laughs> like I wouldn't treat I wouldn't be very nice to everybody it would just kind of do the bare minimum it would impact like my work capacity it would impact my relationships it would impact like my productivity everything um and so she was just kind of like going through her day and was just kind of like feeling off and kind of like just irritated and stung um and then she she remember, remembered her routine. So she went through and she did her routine. She did like the bare minimum to just check it off, you know, but she's like, okay, I'll do a shortened version of my routine. And she did it. And she said that routine completely pulled her out of that like weird funk that she had in. And the rest of her day was great. And she was just back to her cheery self. Um, and I think that in our world today, there's so many distractions and emotions just want to be acknowledged and felt, but we don't usually like sit in the emotion. Um, you know, we distract ourselves with, I mean, with anything, like we've got like food and technology and I mean, there's so many things to just distract from that emotion. And so, um, I think like just doing something to sit in that emotion and then, and then do something to, to move it through you, like, you know, put on, Put on a song that'll shift your mood or you know listen to an uplifting um an uplifting podcast like this one or like say a prayer <laughs> or you know it's just something that will like do a mood shift um but if if we don't acknowledge that emotion then it's just going to be kind of like a cloud hanging over us all day um because it's we're, we're not ever looking at it <laughs> so i, I Yes, I, I can agree with you more. I love that. I call it, uh, there's actually um, a psychological uh, principle that they call it, name it to tame it. You name the emotion oh. and it tames, uh, calms your amygdala and uh, helps to uh, just calm that emotion. So, it, and then I love the shift. It's always good to shift. Yeah, name it to tame it. I love that. 
Um, yeah. And, and just doing something to kind of, yeah, do that shift. Like, I mean, just her simple morning routine, it wasn't much, but you know, she was checking something off a list. She just felt more productive and was able to kind of like, just pull herself out of that funk. I love that. You know, you see that with kids, right? They'll, they'll be pouty or they'll be throwing a tantrum. And, and if you can just, I don't know, somehow get them to shift, then they're so much better, so much happier. And of course we're, we're like that. Of course we are. That's brilliant. I love that. That's what they do when you take your, this is what they, you know, when I took my kids in to get their shots when they're little, they had a little bell or, you know, a little, some kind of toy. So they give them a shot and then they, they ring the bell, you know, just, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, there's a noise. <laughs> I've never Look seen that, here. but I love that it. Is, I know. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for coming on our show. Maybe you would uh, like to come again sometime because it's been, yeah, I'd love to. it's been so nice to have you. Thank you um, so much, Janessa. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, you are awesome and you're doing a great work. Thank we you. Love, we, we, seriously, we seriously would love to hear an update in the near future. Oh, thank you. I would love to. And you're welcome to uh, email us at secondstepspodcast at gmail.com.